2: You guys up actually a little bit so I can hear you a bit better. Keep talking
0: there for a second. Hello, hello, hello. He does oh. his
3: own knobs and everything? No. Of course he does.
2: No, no One, difference.
0: One, two, three. Yeah. Hello. Keep, keep talking there. Last Yogi Bear <laughs> is always in the ranger's hair. Yogi Bear <laughs> is uh, smarter than your average bear. Okay, I'll Tommy. Can w- as um, if
3: we were going to make you really laugh. Can you give us a big loud laugh for levels? <laughs> can, I'm
2: giving you a laugh.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's, like a, it's a laugh, like, do you remember uh, one of the, your man, is it uh, Sid James from the Carry On movies? It is,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Barbara Windsor <laughs> would bend over
0: to pick up a pint of milk or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll give it a go.
2: Okay, let's horse into this, gentlemen.
0: Dublin's F and 4, it is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now beam live to Galway, to the back garden of one of Ireland's leading funny people. And uh, his shed is now being used As a podcast studio It's Tommy Tiernan Good morning Tommy
2: Gentlemen It must be very exciting for you Now that um, Dublin has been declared uh, A COVID caliphate
3: <laughs> We're red and great in bed
2: <laughs> To to talk to people from exotic places Like Galway I mean I know You must, you must only dream of getting To the apple green in Enfield <laughs> Oh, there's There's father saying to the children, one day, one day we'll get to the far side of the toll booth. I promise, one day. And how is Galway doing with everything? Is it okay? Is We're it so- actively trying to get COVID. <laughs> You're jealous. There's, nothing weird. We're going down to the prom and salt hill, taking off our clothes and hopping yeah. into the sea with one another. There's matches with 15,000 people at. We really don't care. There's <laughs> I thought people only got into
3: the storm there when there was... Or into the sea, there, when there was a storm, yeah, yeah. and RCE were around to film it.
2: I oh, know we'd go in 365 months of the year, there's no uh, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't really, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, mind you, that was a very uh, incredible story about those two girls who, um, yeah, yeah. were trying to get to America <laughs> <laughs>
3: the old school way, <laughs> they really wanted the J1 this year, but it wasn't happening. <laughs>
2: Said Brendan the Navigator. <laughs>
3: But to actually think of some of the stuff they thought of to stay alive, most yeah. people wouldn't have, like...
2: What, to keep... What, What? I well, what
3: not Keep they breathing. They <laughs> yeah, keep breathing and... <laughs> but there's a but, breathing above the water. But also the lads that found them. What, what's your eye on? Add a bit of science.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's good, good fisherman wisdom. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean... It, it's, it sounds obvious when you say it, but no one had thought of it. Uh, which way is the wind blowing? <laughs> Speaking of fishermen, actually, Tommy, you
3: would make a very foxy Captain Bird's eye if they used art, oh, Especially with the beard talking, and all. Yeah, and you yeah. could get one of those hats, fisherman hats.
2: Yeah. Well, the the uh, the retreat into <laughs> advertising to earn a living <laughs> has begun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Through the great Bill Hicks quote, anybody uh, who does an ad can count themselves... Uh, off the artistic roll call <laughs> yeah. uh, and for the for the podcast uh, I did I did two ads. You did so you sang I, them. And I'm still not I'm still not walking right lads. So so they, still, but but they must say, doing
0: it, though. like if you sponsor the show Tommy won't just mention them he'll sing he'll sing a mention for you. He'll sing
2: a song. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, very funny. We're dying to get um uh the type of sponsorship we would like to get is like from Sheila Flaherty Nails <laughs>
0: Main Street Claire Morris yeah like the small ads <laughs> Like the old, old, old ads on the telly The five second ads
2: Yeah um, uh, Just local stuff uh, Flavin's <laughs> Garage <laughs> for, for all your motor needs We don't do bicycles So, so yourself, That's the
3: kind of ads We'd love to get into Yourself and Hector Worked in radio together Yes Many times Yes uh, Who was niggling at who To do this podcast Or were you both
2: On board or Well I started thinking um, During the, the The Great Depression of uh, the spring of twenty twenty, <laughs> um I just started you knowing the it's akin to the gates, the the grapes of wrath and the dust Bowl blues and Henry Fonda just sitting by the side of the road in Northern California, wondering <laughs> how he's going to make a book. I started looking back over my life and wondering what was the stuff that I enjoyed the most yeah. um because you know i'd I'd be getting jealous of people I'd People saying, "Oh, you know, I did this and it was great fun. I can look back in my life and say it was great fun." And even though that I've I've done things that have been successful and some things have been unsuccessful, but you know, I've had my fair share of both. I was thinking, um, the desire to be successful is not going to be the barometer here. The barometer here is crack. And um, the thing that I of all my work, I think the thing that made me laugh the most, uh, was doing. Well, first, first of all, sitting beside Hector for five years in school in Navin. And then when we started doing the radio show together and he just makes me laugh like nobody else can. You know, he's he's a phenomenal
0: storyteller. And in that first episode when he started doing the uh, GAA commentary and you were you were crying like Oh my God.
2: And here come offly <laughs> <laughs> you were crying like so you know He's just brilliant, you know, yeah. and um so we we said well let's let's try and do something together again and uh, a podcast seemed the most natural. The r- radio stations were kind of slow. People, the, the, you guys probably know yourselves, you know, the, the the business can move slowly, you know, up there in radio land. And we kind of thought, oh, do we really want to be waiting around for six months before a radio station makes us an offer? So we said, why don't we go for it? And we had worked with a lady called Loretta Blewett, um, who is related to Joe Biden. Huh. Um, and uh, she's from Mayo and she had been doing sport for us on one of our radio shows and we had a great crack with her so we said why don't the three of us try and get together and do a podcast and that's how it happened and it is it is great fun I do I really really laugh when I'm doing it
0: and it is, it's just the pace of it and just the, the fact that you all just tell a story each and then have a bit of crack it's just yeah and it's it's the, highly edited
2: now. I mean, we 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 publish, as they say, in the podcasting business, uh, forty-five minutes to an hour. But, Chase, we could be talking for a day and a half. Do you know what I mean? It's a, right.
0: So <laughs> it's well, long. So <laughs> a record day can go on for ages. What kind of beverages? how Go yeah. on. Is there cake? What?
2: What? Uh, there's cake and coffee. Yeah. But we also um we do it in my shed, and what we do down the shed is that we uh, we allow no natural light, so I I draw the curtains. <laughs> I have a couple of lava lamps and I also whack on the heating. So Jeez. after about an hour, we get giddy. Yeah. We just started start get, get, giddy. And <laughs> anything anybody says is hilarious. So just, just get giddy. You know, it's a very kind of, um, it's remarkable for men in their 50s to get giddy. <laughs> Isn't it? It's, it is, yeah. you kind of associates with it's not, like, it's not. It'd be a great shot of the doll yeah yeah For a couple of the uh, Couple of the country TDs Just God I the giggles Start giggling And there's lots of insights Start feeling each other's legs Under the table or something You know
0: A lot of insights into You know Your toilet habits You know We even hear We even hear A live phone call From your mother-in-law Oh Jesus Was that included? Yeah oh, <laughs> Really?
3: Yeah did it's great did right, I, yeah. like, I was going to say Do you edit yourself Tommy But I think you've I, answered no, that No Jesus
0: I need to get involved there <laughs> well just the fact that you can see your reflection I don't want to do any spoilers about the first episode but you can just you can see yourself when.
2: oh that's the way yeah, my, for some reason uh, my wife is in charge of all everything yeah. uh, so she I don't know her, she has a vanity table yeah uh, I don't know if all women have these things uh, Dylan Moran had a great line about vanity tables he says every woman needs a place in her house where she can sit down look at her reflection and weep <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the way our toilet is configured uh, my wife's vanity table is directly in front of the toilet so you can see the effect of um, (laughs) of everything on your own face like I suppose if you're you know if the veins in your forehead start to bulge maybe you're trying too hard
3: you can keep an eye on yourself that way (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I mean, we've got yeah. to ask you
3: about the the Tommy Tiernan show. Yes. When you interviewed Colin Meaney, is he, oh, yeah. well, he's an intimidating oh, man to interview? I'd imagine right. first of all. Ah, he's just he's just gregarious. Do you know? He's to mess though. up with him though. The what? You know, you can't mess up with someone like Colin Meaney, You know, you, you want to get it right.
2: And what now? What, what are you
3: leading on to here? I'm, no, I'm no, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. But I just I know if he, if he was in front, you're sucking into some sort of a trap here, are you? What what did you when he hit you back with the line about the hat?
0: Did you feel silly? And- he was very funny. Yeah, it was very good. He it? was
2: very funny, but yeah. I, and I don't know if they included this in the edit where uh, of that particular one where he started talking about um, uh, st- the, uh, <laughs> st- Star feels- Trek had done a, a, a lot of work in highlighting homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> That they addressed the homeless issue before it became popular, <laughs> <laughs> and the idea of them kind of floating through space and landing on Mars and there's a fella with a sleeping bag and a plastic cup looking for a bit of change. Jesus Christ! Just if anyone
3: forgets, Tommy says to Colin Meaney, "Did you ever feel stupid in Star Trek?" And Colin pauses.
2: I think he looked at the audience and he says, "Do you ever feel stupid in that hat?" Oh, <laughs> that great, that's though. Great. You know, it's amazing. Some interviewers, uh, some people come on and they know how to work the crowd. Mm. and uh, column is like that you know so he knew how to Brendan O'Carroll would be a bit like that as well you know
0: Oh, the Brendan O'Carroll uh, yeah. interview was fantastic so you're bringing yes. out a book called Winging It yes because I mean anybody that I've spoken to when we speak to comedians who don't know about your show in Ireland your TV show yeah. they just go oh my god that's the most perfect thing for him to do he loves improvising he loves off the cuff that's yeah. a great idea so for you know international comedians who don't know about your TV show here uh, and there's a book coming out of of some of the best about some of the best interviews that you've done down through the years.
2: Yeah, so um, and I actually prefer, uh, for the purpose of this promotion, I prefer <laughs> reading the book than watching <laughs> the interviews. Yeah. yeah, it's a wonderful Christmas present for anybody who wouldn't
0: have access to YouTube. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: do you have so many it? Like,
2: yeah, so we we transcribed all the interviews, and they the we picked the twenty one. Actually, they do. I and I genuinely do uh, prefer them uh, to read them. Um, and I don't know why that is. But the people are very... They seem very coherent and the power of what they're saying uh, kind of stays with me longer after reading the transcripts. But in terms of the actual show, we tried to sell it, you know. Because um, I came up with the idea of it and I thought, uh, well, i do it in Ireland and whatever. And then somebody said, "Just do you ever think about uh, selling it around the world? You know? Yeah. Uh, and I just, okay, let's try that. And nobody's bought it. Um... And you think of different comedians in different parts of the world who would be able to do it. Yeah. I think Frank Skinner would be brilliant at it. You know, any amount of American comics would be fantastic at it. Um, but yeah, no one has been interested in, in yeah. buying it, so um, I can't retire just yet.
0: So mm. like Dave Chappelle might do his own version one day if, he, if he, somebody gives him the right idea. Come on, do Tommy's show.
2: Yeah, Dave is interesting, isn't he? I mean, I, uh, I, I loved his sketch show, which is uh, way back now. Yeah. way back. Uh, it was kind of wild, and I loved some of his stand-up. He's, for me now, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, uh, sometimes when a comedian can get uncritical adulation, the funny goes out of it, and they start to become a little bit preachy. Right. Um, and funny is hard, like it's it's hard to keep, and even... uh. Uh Seinfeld. is that how Pat candy says <laughs> Soon full yeah soon soonful that uh, <laughs> that Jewish Korean comedian <laughs> um I was watching his stuff recently, you know, and it's he has a new one out called twenty three hours left in the day or something like that yeah. and it's it's I mean the quality of the joke writing is phenomenal, yeah. but style wise he hasn't changed and after about 15 or 20 minutes, I'm kind of going, oh, I'd love a surprise here, you know? So it's the guys that keep evolving. So the way, I mean, this is a very prejudiced thing to be saying, but the way that Dave Chappelle is going, it's almost, he's almost moving into a different zone now, uh, which...
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn. dot com slash achieve today. Is uh,
2: it's more like the late Lenny Bruce, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it it becomes quite serious, you know. Um, I went to see Bill Burr last year in Dublin, I think, and he was phenomenal.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, one of the best. Uh, I think you were. At a, we talked about this before, Jim. Did not yeah, I think I was, you were there? You
0: we were sitting beside there. Yeah,
2: that was just. Um, Amazing. So the way comics develop is really interesting, you know. And there are comics that you know, you're anytime I see David O'Darty, yeah. I'm just kinda of bowled over by the brilliance of him, you know. I'd always go and see David McSavage. I'd always go and see Dylan morn I'd when I saw Jason Byrne in Kilkenny a few years ago, I swear to God it was like a ginger Richard Pryor. Yes. It was just incredible. So so people evolve, you know, and um that's what you want to see, you know. You you want to see people who don't stay the same. So uh, David Savage
0: has taken on Instagram, and really, that's he's found a place where he can really show his, his how great and crazy he is to mm. so many people. Uh, Instagram has been, and I think this podcast is the perfect thing for you because you you you're great at just having the chat and having the crack. Um, it's funny.
2: I I think it's actually at the at the what we've done so far. It's really bringing out something amazing in Hector. Yeah. Um, in that he's trying to make me laugh. And it's kind of, it's, uh, he's doing a type of storytelling that I don't get to see him do on TV. Um, uh, and I love it. Uh, like the, the one, the podcast that re- released this week, uh, he's t- t- telling stories about South America and, um, Khartoum in the Sudan yeah. and it's just unbelievable you know he's, he's uh, I'll tell you a funny story about David McSavage yeah go on many many years ago uh, now David for those of you who don't know David uh, he's wild he's unpredictable he can sometimes uh, eat his own arse on stage like he can be <laughs> do you know those kind of dogs that they yeah. are they're annoying themselves <laughs> yeah. as opposed to barking at burglars yeah um, and so he's kind of a very unpredictable presence, but that is exactly what a comedian should be. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: and uh, it's it that a comedian gets on stage to subvert, either subvert a taboo, to subvert himself, or to subvert the audience. That's what he does. So um, to me, he's a bona fide kind of thoroughbred comedian, but he's unpredictable. Um, and many, many years ago, Mary McAleese decided to have a lunch in Orsan uh for comedians.
1: Oh, and whoever, Straight away, oh, I'm going, this is going, oh, where is this going? No, no, whoever was
2: <laughs> advising her said to her, ah, look, maybe we won't invite David because he's a bit mental. Right. right. Yeah. So David didn't get the invite. Ah. So every other comedian, even if you'd only done five minutes of the International once way back in 1981, you got the invite. But not David. So David was obviously, this is my memory of the story now, I hope I'm remembering it right. <laughs> David is obviously kind of miffed at this. So he staged a protest outside the gates <laughs> <laughs> with a big sign that said, what's wrong with me? <laughs> so I, I, to me, he's... Oh. Um, He's a genius, like he's he's phenomenal and 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 uh, <laughs> a, a true comic spirit, you know. Every yeah, time we've him.
3: every time we've interviewed him, it's like interviewing a different person each time. Oh yeah, yeah, You yeah. know that's that sums up. Um, you touched on it there, but as a man who normally does three hundred nights in a row in Vicar Street, um, how the you know we're missing the arts. Uh, any any advice or pleas on behalf of people that aren't as well known as Tommy Turner about getting the industry back on in its feet?
2: Um. In terms of people having to earn a living, you know, uh, I I'm lucky in the sense I have enough money to get me to until as far as Halloween, <laughs> 2025. And uh, no Halloween this year, and then, then by Jesus I tell you I'd be on every ad on every station, tasty and tempting. <laughs> yeah. What's that number again, Tommy? Please call 0800 95 5000. Joe Duffy Travel. Um. But there are people who are uh, limping from week to week on, on the 350 and um, that's tough going. You know, mm-hmm. the thing I have noticed uh, about my own situation isn't a financial one because I've kind of put that on the long finger and I'll I'll cross that bridge uh, when I come to it. But for Bob me, is. what I've noticed more is that I, I'm i losing the confidence and the desire to do stand up. Oh. Um, and that it's something is draining out of my body. Uh, I'm living such an unstimulated life at the moment. And I think so many of us are. We need physical interaction with large groups of strangers. Our bodies get vitamins that way that we're (laughs) not just getting right now. And it's tough going. So I I feel kind of depleted in terms of my stand-up imagination. You know, I... I, I don't know when we'll get back again. It, it could be 12 months away in terms of, of vaccine or something like that, you know. Because we, we need strangers sitting shoulder to shoulder drinking and laughing. That's what stand-up thrives upon. And when we'll get that, I don't know. But I just, I notice in myself, like, I'm I'm not in a good place with it. I'm just not. I, and I, uh, generally speaking, I would say I'm not in a good place with, with the COVID thing. I just I'm it doesn't suit me. No. I am it just does not suit me and I am finding it very very difficult and you know you can say well you'll put on some kind of a positive outlook well everything will be okay. Well, you know, everything will be okay if if we look after the now and part of looking after the now is acknowledging how difficult it is.
1: Mm.
2: And I would say right now it's this is tough country. This is uh and I I would think I'm uh, like I, 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 you know, I have a notebook that I write very dramatic things in, you know, just to uh, uh, fool myself into thinking that I'm working. Oh. And last about last month, I wrote, "I am not flourishing."
0: Oh no! <laughs> but but I'm but I'm struck by it's just you know,
2: instead of writing you know, p instead of writing fuck, can I say fuck yeah. is it, or or shit or this life is a balls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or instead of drawing a picture of an angry man, that I kind of, I, I had the wherewithal and the art to
0: go, I'm just
2: not flourishing. Because
0: <laughs> that's the opposite of, last time we spoke, you were loving the, the rolling hills of Ireland and touring yeah. and every, getting every nook and cranny of the country, mm. but and now you're confined to your back yeah, garden I mean, marks.
2: And the the podcast is great, but it is only once a week. mm you know, it's for a, a couple of hours on a, on a Tuesday and then we release it on the Thursday, you know, so it's a but, uh, tough I mean, country.
3: If you don't have to currently drive home from Ross Lair after doing a gig at two o'clock in the morning,
2: it's not weird to miss that either or to not miss that, I suppose. Um, I, You see, I, I don't know. The, the way I feel about it now is that I, I can't imagine myself in front of a crowd. Uh, I don't have the desire to be in front of a crowd. I have when'm well, I have the desire to communicate so when talking to ye I love saying something that makes you guys laugh or when I'm with Hector and Larita yeah. saying something that makes them laugh or you know I, I love that but the thoughts of getting up in front of five or six hundred people in a hotel room in enniscarte yeah. uh <laughs> just I just I just don't have the horn for that anymore and I I don't know why that is and I I, I just I, like I was saying I, I feel depleted. Uh, in terms of that imagination and that confidence, and you know, so we'll we'll, we'll take it step by step. And for now, I'm getting me giggles um, and me giddiness uh, doing the podcast, doing stuff like talking to you. But apart from that, it's it is. What about, this is a tough country? What about cameo? Is that a that a type of nightdress? <laughs> the funk artist is it? No, it's where it's where
3: people pay Tommy's hearing to do messages for their mates' birthday. <laughs> Halloween oh yeah yeah
2: <laughs> shout outs leave shout it to out. Halloween well, oh page, I tell you paid shout outs oh I'm telling you <laughs> from the 2nd of November onwards <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see and the price will go down I'll start off looking for 400 euro a pop I'd say by mid December anything
0: any donations but at all you've been you've been touring so long for, for so many years that maybe it's nice to have a little rest and yeah. you know and and maybe your Enniscorthy horn will return <laughs> no
2: it was nice to have that rest and uh, absolutely uh April and May were a joy. Yeah, yeah, You know, but I can't even get excited about watching soccer on the television anymore because there's no, it's like, soccer with no crowds is like watching a rehearsal for a soccer match. Yeah, yeah, Um, so I find that there's very little to look forward to. So when there's very little to look forward to in terms of events, um, then you to say, well, how do I make the best of today? You know, um, Dylan Moore had a great had a great line many years ago. He said, uh, solitude is overrated. It's just you know you're basically walking around the house thinking what's in this room and then you go oh
0: I am okay I'm going to go So I I am I, it is hard it's hard going Well look you are cheering us up because we got the, the book on the way it's going to be called Winging it um that is going to be out in November and uh the Tommy and Hector podcast with Loretta Blewett Yeah, is out every Thursday. The first one is a scream. It's absolutely hilarious. Thank you. Um and I would recommend I'm looking forward every Thursday for me out my walk I'll be laughing along Thank looking you. like a weirdo.
3: You always know when, when your hamster cheeks hurt a little bit after listening yes. to Tommy and Hector. That's that's always a good. They're sign. on your
0: face, are they? Yeah. Yeah,
2: especially
3: after all the Mars bars.
0: And I like what Loretta brings to it as well. It's a nice mixture.
2: Yeah, she's great. Um, uh, she actually works as she's, uh, her, her full-time job is the, uh, she's the fundraiser for the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. Oh. Uh, so she's got a quite a serious other job and then she comes into us then for, she puts us straight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, listen, uh, it's a great podcast. We look forward to it every Thursday. Uh, we hope to see you. Back somewhere on the somewhere, road again. Yeah,
2: please God, when all this lifts, we'll uh, exactly we'll be shoulder
0: to shoulder someplace. Tommy, turn great to talk to you again. God bless, lads. Cheers. Cheers.
2: That was great. Lovely. Tommy. That was great, folks. Thanks very much for that. Now, no worries at all. All right,
0: well, mind yourselves. We'll talk too. to you soon. I hope. Okay. Bye, bye. Bye Bye.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.